Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our podcast, Shine Bright with Jay and Sabina. Uh, welcome, everyone. And so oftentimes we're things are not right in life. We're not feeling happy about something. Think we're having difficulties. We start to think, ah, it's someone else's fault. Well, might be true. But <laughs> <laughs> the focus of this podcast is on self-change, is on life cultivation and those little changes that we can make in our own lives to, yes. to yeah, and it's lovely, it's very empowering, isn't it? And it's very beneficial. And sometimes we may record meditations and we also are going to invite guests into our conversation. Mm-hmm, totally. Uh, so you can find us on your favorite podcast apps. We're on Spotify, Podbean and Apple Podcasts. And if you like to watch us, we are on the Renshue YouTube channel, Renshue TV. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to make a donation... We would love that. We would love that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can do that, actually, by going onto our website, www.shine-bright-center.co.nz. And go on to the onto the donation um, page. Mm -hmm. Is that it? That's it. Enjoy Let's get the started. podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, everyone. Nice um, to be here with you, talking today about staying present with self awareness. Mm. And uh, Jay and I have been talking quite a bit about self awareness. Um, just before this podcast, but it's something very present in our own lives at the moment, isn't it, Jay? Absolutely. And I guess what I love about it is the creativity and the playfulness that can go into it. That it's something you might imagine with meditation or Qigong practice. You you could imagine that there's a sort of a discipline there and then you imagine during the day, oh, I'm going to make sure I'm really disciplined and I stand up straight and I and I don't think when I shouldn't think and I mm -hmm. and I eat healthy food. But actually, it's there is of course some discipline, but actually the goal is freedom. So it's actually like freedom and creativity and expression of the true self. And so it doesn't feel very disciplined. It feels very playful. There's a lot of different ways in. It's actually being uh, aware of ourselves in every moment, isn't it? So it it might be a moment when I'm not disciplined, like you said. It might be a moment when I'm perfect when it comes to my own expectations of mm. myself. But yeah, self-awareness is really about feeling ourselves, observing, you know, all parts of us. Um, in, in, in a in the present moment, it actually brings yeah. us into the presence, isn't it? Sometimes we're only aware of of the surface of things. We're only aware of the the maybe the what we're aware of is we see something, we have a thought, and we respond to that thought, but we just we we miss we miss this whole realm of things for example if it if 
we might miss the beauty of something because we have a thought. I had an example today, actually. I was talking about butterflies and talking about those white butterflies that mm. eat your cabbages and mm. how you could have a thought. You could see, we did see this beautiful butterfly today earlier, me and my partner, uh, wife, and I was like, wow, and it made my heart really happy. But then you see another butterfly and it eats your cabbages so you don't like it. Yes. And so... Those are just surface, that's a very surface thought. I don't like you. But, but there's this whole depth of reality, um, positive and negative, um, behind layers and layers that we, that we miss. It's true. And it needed that surface awareness for you to notice that you feel different between the two butterflies. That is the starting point for you to to say, oh, I felt like this and now I feel mm. like this. And what is it about? And then yeah. you can go deeper into these layers you were talking about. So self-awareness is the starting point of growth. Yeah, yeah. And you, you can discover really interesting things about yourself. And we, we often make this assumption that how we think and how we see reality is the correct way mm -hmm. but then how if if the way I see a butterfly is the correct way how come another person might see a butterfly differently from me yes well circumstances because some people are cabbage farmers and some people aren't I guess that's one example <laughs> one reason but but it's still quite fascinating to to see the depth of of what's going on yes and it's actually bringing us again back to ourselves because we are so trained and and used to go outwards mm. you know and and not feel our body or feel our heart or feel really what we feel it's we have it's something we need to relearn many of us at least and self-awareness is the way to do it because without it I won't feel myself so I started setting myself these little tasks so within the Renshire practice we have a whole method devoted to this self-awareness it's called your chart it's a uh, special state of being where where you are aware you're very present and aware uh, we won't go into that now it's too big a yes. topic but I just say to myself um, every time I pick up my phone I can pick up my phone anytime I want I'm not setting a rule for myself you can't pick up your phone every time I pick up my phone I will activate self-awareness yes Every time I'm scrolling on my phone, I will activate self-awareness. Mm, I've done all right. I haven't done super well, but but it still has been revealing. And and it is sometimes there's a little bit of an emotional pressure building up that I'm hiding from. And when a, and when an emotional pressure builds up, I look out for an outlet. You know, so I, the outlet could easily be picking up a book or people know about comfort eating you know opening the fridge picking up your phone sometimes sometimes you're seeking comfort because you feel discomfort uncomfortable and mm -hmm. I've started to observe that self that in myself 
and so then I can go well there's a layer there and I don't have it's like I can be can see more of myself and get to know more of myself and just gives opens up a lot more freedom yeah just as you were talking and then you even mentioned what I have been observing lately the emotional sandwiches Sandwiches. (laughs) emotional eating so my um my practice was to to switch on self-awareness when i'm eating yeah okay and i have focused on that for a week was um more or less success (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but i notice as you were saying this that in the last week I have not focused at all um, on it at all, and the reason is because I was doing a lot of emotional eating. Hmm. Um, it feels like quite a intense time what's at the moment the, in my private life. What's the most? What satisfies? What food satisfies your emotions the most? Can it be anything? Well, kale. I rice. No, it's not. No. Obviously the the chocolate if there is any or unfortunately we have ice cream in the fridge at the moment and <laughs> oh, no. chips i've bought chips i try not to buy chips oh, I because like chips. i just can't stop myself eating them oh, no. and so i probably have bought chips last time i went shopping yeah. because i am in this emotional eating phase and you know the biggest problem is jay then i put weight on and okay. then it goes into the spiral downward spiral of guilt and and not loving myself because i've put weight on and it's amazing but just being aware of Mm. all of this is the key to go deeper and to hopefully at some stage being able to be unconditional towards myself regardless if i eat these chips or eat this chocolate and put weight on because you don't address because if you try to address the activity the activity isn't the source of the problem the if we want to call it a problem the activity is just a manifestation of an uncomfortable emotion that we don't want to face yeah so, it's, so the it's the freedom stress, of like you know, yeah stress coming up you know in my life at the moment it's that we're going to move from where we have been living for quite a while mm. and and there is lots involved and that feels like you know there definitely needs to be more trust there that it's all going to work out <laughs> yeah so another amazing opportunity i just know? started i'm like oh my god she's gonna move what do you mean no i'm uh, not moving to... far hopefully good because otherwise i need some ice cream <laughs> I'm like, oh my god I need no, some ice cream. No, we we want to stay in the uh, in the yeah, area totally you're just looking so. for just opening up to possibilities yes change change another theme we we have been discussing maybe to talk about today but um i think self-awareness is so important while you go through change yeah it's such a great opportunity to learn more about yourself too when you when you need to change your life situation change actually is how we would grow and how we would learn about ourselves because it's kind of human nature to want to be comfortable. Everyone wants to be comfortable. Uh, but it does... I'm trying to find an accurate way to express this. Maybe it's not as accurate, not perfectly accurate, but 
it doesn't bring out the best in us. It has it doesn't bring out the best in me if if I if there isn't change and there isn't a need for for change and for growth. Cause I just go, you know, if you woke up in the morning and you're like, What do I need to do today? Oh everything's sorted. Then, <laughs> then No opportunities. <laughs> yeah. But you think to yourself, Oh, maybe I need to do a garden or maybe I need to work keep working on this building or I need to keep working on my business. You've got all these different things to work on hmm. and they're all the way they feel to me quite at the moment is quite enjoyable. Yes. Because because I'm seeing them as opportunities for growth, they don't feel overwhelming. It's interesting like thinking again about emotional eating and me not being able to observe myself while I'm eating. I can see how we are sometimes struggling to be self-aware when um, there is a, a pattern triggered, yeah. for example, and how it is such a, a big opportunity as we practice more and more self-awareness and it becomes more natural and more present in mm. our in our life, how it becomes also easier to be self-aware when things are more difficult. Totally, totally. Hmm. I was thinking of how when I was younger, before I started the kind of the self-work and the cultivation work, then the amount of coping mechanisms that I needed, you know, alcohol and drugs and, and, and a real addiction to unhealthy food and unhealthy habits mm. that, and I knew it was bad for me and I just couldn't, I just couldn't stop a lot of those things. Yeah. And then as I as I started to work on myself, a lot of those things just fell away, you know. And I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm perfect, but I'm actually well. You know, I have fairly good, close. but I have fairly good. I have fairly good habits, mm -hmm. and and I'm not too worried about the habits I do have. Yeah, I just kind of they they. I don't know, but you know, and I'm not even saying. I think this can be a really positive way, you know, that example of the phone, I think it could be really positive way you could have a phone in your life, like a person, a, a phone or a book or a glass of wine, a lot of different things could be a really positive experience for a person, but for another person, they could be hiding something out, they could be hiding things as well. Yes. And... Actually, you told me this lovely story um, about the supermarket, and I really would like you to bring that in. Yeah, um, sure. And and just was the was the self awareness. We can actually use self awareness in a very conscious way to do good things, which have a good impact on our life, yeah. isn't it? And you kind of you told me about this this practice you did, which is oh. a self awareness practice was a plus the the practice was go was go to the city and every time i see a person I feel love for them in my heart and so i went into the supermarket and i remembered oh i'm going to do that practice and i did it a bit through the supermarket uh, i had and had my partner with me and then but then when i went to the counter i remembered and I 
felt love in my heart for the checkout operator. Mm. But it's not showy. It's not like it's yes. it's it's all internal. Yeah. Uh, and and you just act you just act natural on the outside, but it's a practice, and it's for you. It's to remind you to feel love for them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what's going on for them. It's yeah. that you do the practice, and but we just had this moment when when she opened up, and and I could feel she kind of smiled at me and then we smiled back. But then I also saw this next moment where where she dropped back to her normal face and just kind of closed off again, not in a horrible way, but just closed off again. And then I thought to myself, that's okay. Well, because initially I have this thing where I've been watching myself, how I respond to other people's faces. Yes. So it's easy to feel love for someone if they look loving back to you, but if they don't look loving back to you, it's much harder. Yes. But I just said to myself, no, it's the practice. Just feel love in your heart for this person as as you're going through the checkout. And so I just kept doing it. Mm. And then, and so that was interesting. And then we went to the mall. My wife was doing the, the shopping at another grocery store and, and, I just went to the mall and hung out at the mall, you know, because that's what you do. You know? <laughs> um, and and I was, every person who walked past, I was reminding myself, at first it was an effort, just feel love for this person in your heart. It was a bit of effort and there was a bit of, should I be, should I look at them and smile? There was a bit of overthinking, you yes. know, there's a bit of like, should I look at them and smile or should I like, Watch, you know, like trying to think how I should do it, but uh, but uh, but then I, as I kept going, there was less analyzing and more just do the practice. Mm -hmm. And then as it kept going, I was there for about an hour, I started to really look forward to people walking past me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, oh, another person, <laughs> oh. And so that became the practice and it became just a really nice way of, um, for me, it's actually healing something as well. It is a self-awareness because you're really present. Yes. And it's also, I'll give another example, actually. Practice self-awareness when someone else is talking, practice being in your heart, feeling love for them when they're talking and you find you're not trying to think what you're trying to say next. You find that you're actually really listening to them. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what I was doing in the more. I was actually really less stuck. It was a practice to help me be less stuck in my own little world and more feeling them. Yes. Yeah. And at the same time, you were also inside your heart. You know, because that's where you feel that love yeah and then you allow your heart to open up so it can expand out yeah. to that person which is walking past so you're inside but you're also connected to the outside and i think that is something which sometimes we are not able to do to be inside and be outside at the same time very often mm. we completely lose ourselves 
when when the awareness or the you the, could be exhausted you could a be lot exhausted. of people could go to the mall including myself i have been to the mall and come away exhausted yeah. you can be exhausted because your mind has gone out a lot that's one reason yeah, yeah. that's true every and mall uh, a mall is always uh, it's actually quite a challenging place for chi because there's so much going on for the eyes to yeah. to deal with, for the ears to deal with. And so there's a lot of chi going out. So well yeah. done. Good yeah. work. And it's amazing to share these things because it it can be an inspiration for somebody next time they go to the mall to do it for a minute or two or five or for a whole, for a whole hour or again and again when they remember. It's, so, like, it's like meditation. You read a lot of different meditation practices not just the Renshu and the heart is brought in at some place yeah and if you look at the traditional Chinese medicine and the the history of of Qigong which is the meditation practices that come from China they talk about the heart it has a different name it's called a fairly my Chinese pronunciations are really bad I'm really really realizing that but Xin X-I-N sounds pretty good Thanks, thanks. <laughs> and the it's it's a part the easiest way to put it it's a part of us that can perceive, but for the most part, it's a part of us that we've underdeveloped. We mm. we don't choose to perceive the world and interact with the world through the heart. Yeah. But it's a really important thing to develop for for progress in say spiritual practices or venture growth growth yes mm. growth for actually life improving life and this world because by doing our individual work we have that impact on mm. the greater and so yeah the the heart is a is a beautiful place to be isn't it yeah, and you when look we at, remember look at kids and they you know, they can do cartwheels and they can just... I can do A kid... Can you? So, yeah. Same. <laughs> At least... I haven't done one for I about, might be sore the next about, day. I haven't done one for about <laughs> six months. Kids but, won't be sore. But the... the uh, they're just so... Given them a joyful day, you know, put them with some other kids and they've got a nice day, they'll never run out of energy. Mm because their hearts are open yes and and children do have a lot of chi because of that whole growth kind of process still happening yeah and but but humans adult human adults (laughs) can also have their hearts open yes and and have a lot more chi yeah and it's nice yeah so what do you think is there anything else we we want to say uh, just uh, we're practicing if you're listening right now we're practicing having our hearts open to you yes. uh, we're practicing feeling love in our hearts for you you can practice with us as well yes so that is one thing you might take away from this podcast to be a bit more aware of your heart and if you can open it to yourself and other people and just feel mm. your heart and 
feel also what a heart feels and it doesn't always have to feel good you know it might feel quite upset so just observing and not getting stuck um, just letting things finding become present yeah finding those different uh, ways different techniques you might a mall might be too challenging yes. go for a walk in the bush mm. or go to the beach oh my god my god oh my god I don't know who my god is that it's <laughs> too mysterious a question we won't go there but the like the joy of going to the beach and seeing beautiful things mm. uh, animals um, maybe people walking their dogs maybe seagulls oh seagulls make me very happy mm. so you know those things they could be a really good training ground for the heart yes and and then if you're doing your meditation or, or qigong practice feel feel something for yourself and because how to describe that we could feel so much joy and beauty for myself personally for a seagull <laughs> Maybe some people don't feel that about seagulls, but for a seagull or a cat or something, we should feel it for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That take a bit of work. That could take a bit of work for people. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm. That was a, a nice conversation. Thank you, Jay. Right. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And hopefully you, you enjoyed it too. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Bye.